Welcome to Elbows and Jumpers. That's right. Let me introduce you to you. DJ Scratchy Scratch. What up, what up? My partner Rudy. What it do, what it do? Now I'm over here at Dennis. Shout out Dennis. Shout out. <laughs> Regular ass Dennis. <laughs> so, welcome to the Houston podcast about Rocket Sports, a little bit about the Texans and just Houston in general. We're here to talk about Houston Rockets preseason right now. And we just got through four games, two against the Bulls, two against the Spurs. And we had a, a, quite a few different lineups. We saw Harden report to game three, finally. And uh, let's talk about a little bit what we saw between those two games without him and then what happened when he came back. Rudy? Um, game one and game two, overall the preseason showed us that we have a good team. With Harden and we, without Harden, we got a good foundation of role players, a leader in uh, James Wall. I mean, not James Wall, I'm tripping. John Wall and um, Boogie Cousins, two solid pieces. And then in game three and four, um, Christian Wood emerged mm-hmm. and showed that he's a pivotal piece to this team. So ideally, Harden's probably going to go. Um, ideally or probably what it, well, clarify that a little bit yeah ideally ideally you mean ideally you want him gone? no because he he's been disruptive based so, on what you've seen you're saying that you want him gone yeah i do want him gone okay because he's been disruptive um before preseason he showed that he doesn't want to be here and for us to move forward as a team we need somebody that's committed and we really don't have the time to as a team, it's not fair t- for them to wait on what their team is going to look like. Harden obviously doesn't want to stay here, and I'm okay with that. He can go to another team, which is fine. And I'm looking forward to seeing who we're going to get for him. But right now we're talking about the um, four games, and it looked good, man. Um, our coach, he looked solid, made adjustments, motivating the team, and that's what you want in a coach. Um, a lot of role players have come out because Let's, his uh, systems allow, allows it to do so. So there's a lot of cutting. We'll get to of some picks. of those new players. Let me, um, I guess, talk about the first two games in my perspective a little bit. Uh, we'll touch on Harden's trade and whether that or not that actually go through or not. But as far as the first four games go, I think we we saw a lot of emergence of new talent. Right, we we saw a lot of new minutes come from Jay Sean Tate, Chris Woods. And uh, it was good to see those guys get minutes before Harden even took the floor. I think that the time off gave the coaches a little bit more time to see who we had and let us know what players like uh, Clemens would be like if they actually made the rotation, which he has. <laughs> Fortunately <laughs> and unfortunately. You know, I want everybody God bless to, him. I want everybody God bless to get him. their God, opportunity. God bless him. Man. He did get blessed. He did get blessed. He did, the, actually. No, I mean, at the no, expense. God bless him because <laughs> let him get over that injury. Uh-huh. And... God works in mysterious ways, apparently. Yeah, I mean, but we'll move on. No, that. we got we can't uh, negate the. Um, I know but we want to we, go, we we wanna go in order and everything, but no, no, it, we, it, was, it was important to detail what happened in, in that event. Um, I think so you a lot know, of seeing those two, right, right. Let's. I think that the first two games, though, without Harden, let's just make that point that we got a chance to see all of our talent with the with play a lot more minutes than we may have if Harden was there to begin with. So you know, there maybe there's some silver lining there. Going to the next part, talking about some of the players individually. Who were who are some of the people that stood out first to you? Um, 
Who is that? Uh, name the players right quick. So, Jay Sean Tate. Yeah, he Tate. stood out his oh, defense. Yeah. His defense Definitely stood did. out. I liked his rebounds. I liked his perimeter. That's yeah. a player um, right there. You got KJ Martin, which I think that's our D-League pickup. But oh, He's going to be nice later on. Exactly. I think uh, we, can, we can groom him a little bit. Then you got Caboclo. I liked his uh, energy. I think okay. a backup center. He's a good three-point shooter, but, man, when it comes to He was to averaging paint, about seven rebounds. He didn't stand out too much to me. I think that we're going to be leaning on him just because I don't know what Boogie's minutes are going to look like. He's tradable to me. He, Cabo- he, he's Caboclo? A, yeah, he's going to be in a trade package. He needs to learn how to set strong screens. Gotcha. Good point. I like that. That's, that's a good pickup because, yeah. yeah, those were weak screens. I think I got enamored by his shot and his ability to stretch the uh, offense. But with Chris Wood doing what he's doing, I think – We've got and and Boogie too. I mean, look at his three point shot. He he's been working on that. Yeah. So I think we've we've got a we got a threat at five in a, in a different way than a lot of people can expect. You see some um, analogies to from uh, from Chris Wood to Anthony Davis. What's your thoughts on that? Um, like I said before, I think Wood has the potential to be KD ish type. I think he's more agile than um, Davis, and the only thing he really has to work on is his shot. Um, he has the handles that he can improve upon, but he hasn't reached his ceiling. He's mm-hmm. he has a really high ceiling, and he's not even anywhere close to it. Um, he's gonna get the minutes. He's gonna get that position where he's looked up to as a leader, and he's gonna be taking those clutch shots. And I give him a good three years before we see. Hey, man, Wood has arrived. Yeah, he has a crazy story too. Yeah, he's coming up. Well, he's been jumping from team to team. Yeah, and, yeah. D league getting cuts and stuff like I that. I think we got. I mean, isn't that similar to um, Jay Sean? Right, he got PJ Tucker. That's his little bro, right? Where he's the one who got approached. While you know, PJ Tucker had that same hard time to the NBA, which is, I mean, why you see him playing as hard as he does. Yeah, I think that kind of mentality on our team is a little. You know, you got a few players like that that's got a little bit of their uh, chip on their shoulder. And I think we're going to see that play out throughout the season. Yeah, I think Tucker's role, if like Tucker gets traded or he's unhappy, I think Tate is going to take his role. Oh, and yeah. Tate is longer and taller and younger, and he has the potential to be Wait. really good in, in that position, that, what, three to four slot. Um, who else? Is it Brown, the other one? Or Brown's well, nice. He has so a he's shot. got a shot. Yeah. He can who? Tate doesn't Reba- have a His shot. rebounding was great. Um, yeah. I think That's they- what I'm the combination of them two, can replace like a Tucker. Here, let me, add, Tucker let me add another one with that, those high energy guys like Nwaba, David Nwaba. He was out Nwaba there. Nwaba's pretty nice. He was They're just not memorable. I'm feeling like those people who aren't just extremely memorable are going to be put in trade package. Um, when Harden There's that leaves. possibility, but I, I do like our system. I mean, you've got a coach like Steven Silas who's shown that he can, he's, he's made our game so much more fluid. You look at the off the ball movement by Harden and by some of our other players, you see PJ Tucker getting spot up threes. At a better rate, you see, we have a our ratio of um, I was reading today our ratio of in in the paint by the cup baskets to three pointers is like eighty two percent for a second in the league, which was an 18, 18 rank jump from where we were previously. Meaning that we're getting more shots at the cup, which are more high quality two point shots, and still taking those quality so three. Are you point saying shots. all this into saying we should keep Harden and make him happy? I don't know about. I think he's happy. 
I think he you look at our not happy. No, and I, I think, mean, I'm not going to speak on another man. No, but you you can tell. <laughs> you can tell. Yeah, you can see like I'm not okay. going to speak about another man's emotions. But if I look at my roster, you can see the action with John Wall. Well, he was out there having smiling on the court, making plays with Chris Wood. He was getting, missing the ball, not every, ready for it. Every time down the court, he was trying to make a play happen with Chris Wood and his new teammates, getting getting that flow in. Nah, you know who who was taking the charge? John Wall. He was he was taking that ball down even when the Harden were coming in and it was this was um I really liked about the coach um he would put Wall and Harden together um to see how they played and meshed mm-hmm. and then he would give both of them the chance to lead that same uh rotation so he'll take uh, Wall out and let Harden lead that group of four and then vice versa for um Wall and it showed who can build a really good chemistry Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just a really good way I think that's going to be a work approach. in progress. Yeah, but I mean, Harden's not going to stay. Um, if he does, I hope so. I mean, it would be it would be nice because yeah, Harden's really he's a top player. Definitely should try it. Yeah, he should try it. But let me just, let I don't me think just, it's going to happen. Before we move on to that, let me just uh, bring up one more name, Mason Jones, just so we said his name. We can move on. <laughs> Mason Jones. <laughs> he, he, what, he was at Duke? Or, no, where was Did he? Did he play? Uh, yeah, he played a little bit. I mean, he didn't play that well. Did he get cut? I don't believe so. No, I don't no, believe so. What, what, I mean, what he's college? a back. We, we for, that, I guess the reason why we have him is because we don't have really a point guard backup to John Wall, unless of course Harden yeah. pick, takes the ball up the court or whatever. But really, yeah. we don't have a backup point guard right now, and that's a lot. A big, a, a big part of that is because we took on Clemens' I mean, contract. Yeah, I don't think Chris Clemens was going to be our backup point guard. No, not at all. Gerald, so he's kind of lucky. Green was he got obviously hurt. supposed to be. He was taking pictures with the damn uniform on, man. No. That's you see our flyer number fourteen. Like everybody was set, but. Unfortunate circumstances led Clemens to be saved by the grace. <laughs> and I don't know. You can, I don't know. It's just really fucked up. <laughs> so <laughs> so we, t- we touched on uh, Silas a little bit, talked about how already we see some off the, more off the ball movement. We see that ball flowing a little bit more. Um, we got more shots at the cup. And um, the players seem to love him. I mean, he just this today said he was he's really upset about losing Gerald Green. Said he was the best player he's ever ever um, met with, and for, in sh- such a short period of time. Yeah, he grew fond of him. So and, uh, it was just unfortunate. I was seeing <laughs> tweets as just the numbers games. Like they were talking saying. too much about Gerald. Hopefully we get him no, back. I mean, we love Gerald Green. This is a Houston yeah. podcast, and it's fucked up that he left. I'm still we gotta I'm pour, still trying to overcome it. <laughs> we gotta pour out some li- liquor for uh, for hey, Gerald Green. Yeah, our homie. Hey. Pour out a little liquor for your homie. <laughs> That's right, elbows and jumpers. This is episode three, and uh, we're live on Twitch, by the way. Every uh, stream, we're on Twitch. Uh, shout out, Jit. I see you on the comments. Shout out, Jit. What up, baby? What up? <laughs> so what we got next, uh, Dennis? So we already went through all the uh, new players and new guys that we got, kind of who we're excited about seeing, who, who we're going to see grow. And then, of course, there's a poss- always a possibility of a changing roster based on the talent that we currently have. Um, the next thing is talking about Coach Silas and what we saw from him and how you thought he may, may have impacted each one of those individual players or some of the plays that you saw. He's a definitely – he's a good coach, man. He's a – I agree. He's a good coach, and I want to hear your opinion on how he's going to mesh with Harden. If, I, so, okay, the two scenarios. If Harden stays, how is he going to mesh? I'm, I'm prepared to talk about that. Okay, how, how I, he's I see – I mean, I, I'm ever an optimist, but in this case – it's it's all positive. The way that he brings structure to a guy like Harden, I think that's beneficial. I think that when you're able to get that um that I mean he himself said that he was mad that M- when MDA cut out the uh the 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 workouts 
he was kind of like, no, I think we need that. But MDA thought that he wanted to, you know, rest rest his players for the games. So I think that you got somebody that's on board. You see him. I, I mentioned it before. He works out in the off season. It's not like he's sitting at home. I mean, so yes, he, you see. His, did you not hear the stories of how hard, the organization was centered around Harden's demands? That's an ESPN story, bro. So you don't think it's real? I think that there are agents, there are GMs around the league that are more than happy to fill the void of, uh, in, in the sports machine so that they can generate some clicks, so that they can generate some comments, some interaction with the organization. But in the meantime, you look so at what's you, on... You the- think Harden has been the ideal player over the past and being the ideal leader, not throwing fits, not doing stuff his way, not showing up late to practices or pouting whenever he doesn't get his I think these things are a matter of perspective and that you get one side story... That you're gonna hear one thing. So him showing late to training camp is not um, a buildup of what. Let me been give you an on. analogy or a sure. metaphor. So let's say you got a job, and at your job, the manager, the assistant manager, everybody got fired. Everybody that was working above you that you may have had a career path with got fired, and then on top of it, half your department got cut. Now you got to show up to work and feel like. Am I on the side that's about to get moved do you, out? Do you know why they got cut, though? I'll give you the perfect I'm answer saying, to that let me give analogy. You, let I'll me, give you the perfect let answer. Let me give you a mindset, so, though. This is the, if the, it was me, okay. I'm feeling uncomfortable going into a place where they're showing everybody that used to love me that they were wrong and they don't like me. So, so you like the toxic ass-kisser environment, work environment. I don't know. So I, you want people I, kissing your ass? Absolutely not. I think... I think every move between Rafael Stone, between um, Steven Silas, I think we got guys that are strong mentally that will that will challenge no, a star player. That's not what I asked, though. What I'm what are saying you is, me? so in the past, and I hate to bring it back up, but it created a toxic work environment because everything was centered around Harden. It was an ass-kissing environment. Well, half Harden. the environment gone. Yes, but that's what I'm saying. Seventy-five so percent of it's you're, gone. You're supporting Harden right now. I'm supporting right? the Rockets. I think you don't have a better option on the table than to have Harden on your team playing with John Wall, Boogie Cousins, Chris Wood, P.J. Tucker, Eric Gordon, Jay Shante, David Nwaba. Okay, so that's why when we were talking before, ideally, yes, I would like Harden to be in that position. But it's not going to work because he burned all his bridges. The math doesn't work out. There's not a trade out there that right now makes sense math-wise except for an agent trying to find a way to get more value for in an environment where fucking Rudy Gobert just got $200 million. There's trades that work out. You have to be patient. The, the good trades, you have I'm to wait I'm being patient, for, brother. You have to wait for after All-Star I'm break. I'm being patient, but you know what? They're the numbers and the players. There are, there's not a shopping list out there that I find acceptable. I want Jamal Murray. I want somebody like John Moran. I want fucking talent, motherfucker. <laughs> I right. do, too. And like the real talent... I want picks. <laughs> Picks. Soon picks. Like next year picks, the year after picks. I'm tired of not having the if we're gonna rebuild, rebuild the motherfucker. We're but, not rebuilding. We have a good foundation. What the fuck do. are you talking about? You get rid of a top players. five player, but, but about you, we get, you get assets in return. And this is what I'm talking about. I haven't about. heard a top five player in return for James Harden. He's not are we a, getting Steph Curry? Are we getting LeBron? Are we getting Anthony Davis? Who boom. are we getting? Who is out there? Are we getting KD? Why do you think we can't get that for Harden? Because he doesn't show up in the fourth quarter. In the <laughs> and he doesn't show up for practice and he's over here. Being what's a name? You got it. You damn. You need a dual, a two-headed monster kind of combo. You're not answering the question. Them. You're not answering the question. What? Why don't they want Harden? Why the is it an easy trade? Harden. That what? Because we're asking for picks in return. We're not just gonna give up a give up an asset for nothing. You oh, don't I, sell, I'm pretty sure the Lakers would. If, if it was ideal, I'm pretty sure Lakers would give up LeBron for Harden if it was ideal and everything was equal. But it's exactly. not. Lakers uh, pay into the salary tax way. You're more. still not answering the fucking if, question. If Harden would have <laughs> had a championship under his belt. 
then that's when uh but he doesn't have it he doesn't he hasn't had it it's a thin line between lebron james kyrie irving and my fucking uh, Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo wanted to push his way out of Denver. He went to New York. I love Melo, by the way. His shot was the wettest when we when we shout went to out Melo. We had him on the team on the Olympics. Oh, I mean, we had him. We had him. We had and you know him. what I happened? Know. What happened with Melo? But so Melo was going off because Harden was uh, he was hurt. I think in those first few games, and Melo was going off. And for some reason, they let him go because they said, "Oh, this is not working." Why mm-hmm. I don't know. But there are rumors, and I hate talking about rumors. But you do it so well. Nah, I have to because that's the only thing that makes sense. Gossiping. Why would you trade Gossiping. a solid veteran? And then he went off with uh, the Trailblazers. I always talking about what side. another man beasted with him. He, be- he beasted He's with him. Beasting. And you know why? Because there was a toxic work environment because Harden, everybody kissed his ass. And because he said, oh, no, that man, Melo like is going most. off. Melo is going off. I want his ass out. So he, they got him out. That's something like. That's the only thing that makes sense. The most what, toxic what work sense? environment. What kind of man says some shit like that? I just it's repeating toxic... what you're saying. I'm repeating what you're saying. No, no, no. I just said, hey, you you go to work and half your fucking team is gone, and you feeling and which side of this equation? No, am I keep on? going, keep going on your conversation because this is the Rockets fans that I hate because you're trying to digress and divert <laughs> and all that me. shit. <laughs> I don't hate you yeah, personally. I, <laughs> I hate your views sometimes, but we can no, still be but, friends. I, I mean, this is the this is this is the argument here. I think this is what's playing out in the whole gossip. Yeah, machine. but you don't get to the is root. That, you don't get to the I root. I don't need the root because I see the product on the court and the product on the court looks just fine by the way. You give me a better squad. Look, man, the, you know what I'm trying to prepare you for? Well, heartbreak. You're not preparing heartbreak me for the Lakers. Again. You're not talking about preparing again. me for the Lakers. Like every year you get your heart broken because you believe in James Harden. You have Man, a shrine to him. Man, I'm the fuck on to the next season. <laughs> we, for the top five, for the last five years, we have lost to the eventual NBA champion. We ain't lose to the punks. We ain't lose to the fucking trailblazers in the last five years. We lost to the eventual championships. And guess what? What? We lost. <laughs> we lost. Yeah, you're supposed to win. You're supposed to win. You don't. Okay, so that's man, what we, we lost bad. Who gives you <laughs> oh, what squad? Look at our talent. Look how deep we are. You already heard Silas talking about we're going to run 10 men deep rotations. That tells you how, how deep our bench is right now. I like that. After I like already that, coming off a deep ass bench. So you're talking about but, one of the, the strongest teams in the NBA. You got to talk about the problem, bro. The problem is Harden. Your problem is a personality and not a player. Your personalities dictate character and leadership. You know what? That character and leadership put 40 on every team in the NBA. Oh, we're going to go back to episode season. two. Let, go listen to episode two, please, because we talked about why he was putting up 40 every fucking game. And I'm not going to talk about that because that didn't matter. Cause he didn't we win put up shit. 110 points minimum That's per game. So did the, the Phoenix preseason. fucking Suns and they didn't win shit. We put a, and, then, and then in the last Bet three, you, three out of the four preseason games, we, we hung 120. Let me tell you, we still got all the firepower right now. Oh, yeah, I agree. We do. But it's not going to happen. We're going to run Harden. these teams still out the court. It's not going to happen. Still, we are playing a modified version of that same offense we played last year where we're playing more It's not modified. It's different. It's completely different. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, so don't product, say modified. It's completely it, different. The it's all up to Harden. The players yeah. themselves have said it, by the it's way. It's all up to Harden. It's not modified. I'm talking about straight from the horse's mouth. It's completely different. You know this. It's all up to Harden. At the it's end not of the, day. the same. It is up to Harden because he's the top five player in the NBA. He's the best player on the team. So we're going back to the answer. What? What is going to change with Harden this year? Nothing, apparently, because he's, he's even not, sh- he's showing his ass. He's not going to step back. He's showing his ass. He's not going to step back and be like, you know what? I'm hey, going to be the team player that the team needs me to win the championship. And who's being that, who's being that player right now? John, John Wall. Wall. Even Kobe said it. Yeah. And when Kobe say something like that, oh, man. You want to play to the window, to the wall? <laughs> that is the most no ridiculous way. fucking request. It is ridiculous. All right, but, baby Kobe, but you shut know, up, Rudy. But you know, at the what? <laughs> we, this is the thing. I mean, we got to call you boys out. Like these fans who look, man. 
Ideally, I, that's why I said, oh. ideally, I would like oh, I didn't even respond yet. I didn't know I was supposed let to let respond to all that Dennis. bullshit. Bet. So we already, we talked through and through about Harden. Ideally, yes, we would like him there because he is a top five player. Thank you. But the character is a big, important part. And if you're showing your ass like that, your, problem, your teammates aren't going to believe in you. All right? So I believe more in Wall, even though he's not as talented as Harden. And I believe in that we can get... You know a what, good Rudy? trade. I believe we can get a good Rudy, trade. Rudy, Hopefully, you know the sooner the better. Because say this, this team has... I'm going to finish. This team has showed he won't that, even let me agree with him. that they have chemistry already. They have chemistry. Yes, they Look, do. John Wall is sitting, I mean, and Boogie Cousins. Boogie setting a pick and roll for him at the top of the key. Mm. He swings it back mm. to Wall. Boom. That mm. ball moves, 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 moves. Mm. And then it's like Harden mm. could be right there at the corner spotting up, but he's not doing it. So... He did do it. That, he, he Every caught, once he caught, in a while, bro. No, like, they literally pointed did you not out. See when the, Harden got his ass, his face literally busted. pointed out in the Look, in the Harden broadcast. Got his face they said he, he's got more three point spot up shots than he's ever had in, in all of last season. This started to sound like the the Trump and Biden debate. Right yeah, now. it really does. <laughs> no, no. You know what though? I, I I don't agree with Rudy's perspective as far as looking at somebody's mind state to determine their job. It's not mind state. It's actions. That's what you well, don't if understand. If I got a stank face while doing my job, I got a stank face. But I'm getting well, the job clean done. Clean up your brother. motherfucking face and clean up that floor. You can't tell me what the fuck to do. <laughs> That's the problem. You're a little spoiled. That's the problem. You're a little spoiled. You just like Harden. Who are you to me? You bleed just like I do, brother. <laughs> yeah, but you never got your ass well like I did. <laughs> you know what? Well, with that being said, this this what we want to. The rocks do come out hard. There you go. Hey, hey, let me come back here. I'm up. <laughs> Elbows and jumpers, episode three. <sighs> welcome back. Welcome back. Whew. That escalated quickly. Yeah, it, it really did. But when you know, when you're good friends, you can uh, <laughs> put all the bullshit inside and know we we just want the same thing. No, nah, but you know want... what? I, I do. I do. Before Rudy would let me say my point of view, I, I did say that I agree with his pers. I appreciate his perspective because it is valid. It's not incorrect. Of course, character matters. Of course, those things are co- contribute to the whole championship mentalities. We got to be available um, to do the job. Of course, if the result is great, if you even though you're hanging up forty points on teams like it ain't nothing after partying all night, that's that's one thing. It's it's it shows your abilities and your talents. But maybe to get over that hump, you need that little extra, right? Every little bit helps. Of course, of course. And look, I wouldn't. And we're knock, starting. We're I starting would, at a great basis, though. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't knock Harden like if he was. You know, whatever you do in your personal life is. It's up to you. I really don't care. If you're like Dennis Robin, where you partied every it's night. Dennis, Dennis. Yeah, Dennis, Dennis. Yeah, there's <laughs> no coincidence. Um, <laughs> but if you were like Dennis Robin and you showed up, that's fine, man. It's just now what you're doing is affecting the team. Maybe that's why I was It's affecting it the coach. It's disrespect. You have a minority coach, a black coach, man. Like, and that's look at important. me. I, I, I showed that it can be done. It, it can, can be, be done. done. And it can be done, Harden. You listen to this. Because we do believe- want you. I want you to believe in people. Yeah, I want you to believe in yourself. Believe in change. Because look, man, me and uh, Scratch talked about this before. Like Harden has like everything he needs to win a ship. He just doesn't believe in himself to do it. It's like it gets hard. Yeah, you got to put in that extra gear. You do have to put in that extra gear, but you have it. But man, you haven't been showing it. Apart, he was. I mean, see, when CP3 Westbrook go down in this in those uh, end game scenarios. It, it, he still got to show up, That's man. some broad shoulders. And let me tell you, Steph Curry and LeBron ain't have to do that the way he's had to of do course it every Steph, season. Look, this, okay, this is a, a great topic that I want to um, bring up because it's a perfect point. So all these great players make the team around them better. You make people that, you don't, that have no names better. You make them stand out, right? Mm-hmm. And you do that by leading them, moving the ball, finding their strengths and building upon that. And that's the problem that Harden hasn't been doing. I feel like he's capable because he shows flashes of it. 
You know, he makes these no look great passes. A, how can you make a player better when the player's uh, suspended from playing games because he was too busy breaking rules of the bubble? No, I agree. <laughs> or Daniel House, but <laughs> Daniel House. If he ain't there, you can't make him better. <laughs> Dan, like this last season, like I, I give it like this last season, the bubble like it's really just a, it's an outlier. You know, I'm, I'm not really going to judge you All or right. analyze it. It's an outlier. Like we, we, nobody's, yeah, I get it. I get that. But, you know, I'm like this season, it's like, bro, you have a solid team. You go to another team, it's not going to be that much better than the Rockets. Do you agree? I agree. <laughs> like, what do you want? Imagine, I mean, him, imagine him going to the 76ers and it's just him and uh, Joel MVP. <laughs> like, he, how pissed? And then he's in a cold city. You're I'd not going to be able to party. Him. You're going to have ugly people. He will have Meek Mill, though. <laughs> he will have Meek Mill. I could see them being bro friendskies. Meek Mill. I mean, yes, but how much can you do in Philadelphia that you can't do in Houston? I mean, shit, you live like a king in Houston. That's Jay Prince. Exactly. That's true. <laughs> yep. Shout out Rap A Lot, Fifth Ward, all that. Elbows and Jumpers. There we yes, go. Sir. Episode three. What we got next, uh, Dennis? Probably going to talk about game one. Uh, covered like the preseason, right? Uh, before we get into game one, anything y'all see from the um, general in the NBA, what y'all like uh, during the preseason? Uh, I like any, Steph. Any Steph is just showing. Steph is back, right? Showing oh, he's up, back. man. It's, but who oh, was, like, hold on. So I brought up one point about the... Um, before we started this podcast, and I got a lot of flag for it, um, so I was saying that <laughs> Steph it has um, the most potential to reach Jordan and being the greatest of all time. Steph has what three titles already? Yeah, he can probably win three more. You How know, old is he? How old is he? He's what? He's I probably our age. Me and Scratch's age. Yeah, what like thirty-three? 30? I would think that old. And it was thirty-two. His, uh, he could be 32, 32, 31, 32. Dennis I, is researching it right now with Google. How old is Steph Curry? Should literally, sh- literally. Should it give you results in, like, right now? 32. 32. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's right at the Michael Jordan age. I mean, there's no there's no stopping him, really. Mm-mm. I mean, LeBron yeah. James being in the Western Conference is... I mean, that is, but... Stopping him, actually. But, I mean, Steph Curry's done it. <laughs> he's done it against LeBron James before. And this is the thing about Steph Curry. Remember when the... Um, like LeBron James and Anthony Davis. When the Warriors were coming up. They're building So, when they were coming up with Mark Jackson, right? Yeah. And then they got Steve, uh, well, Steve they, Kerr. Steve Kerr, yeah. But and, Steph Curry and made everybody Thompson better. He got it, Green that's, a, that's the point when I bring up with Harden, and I try to tie everything together, is that Curry made everybody better. His shot was so deadly that they had every team had to I feel like James it. Harden is making water into wine every, every game. He doesn't have to, though. That's so the that, problem. He could just drink the wine. He really could he just does drink, drink the wine. wine, actually. He could from the beginning of the he game. He does drink the wine. Oh, but we I, know that. But, uh, yeah, he does. <laughs> we know that. I, mean, I, called, him, hey, I called him the drunken master. Jack, that's a, that, that shit is a classic. Yeah, that's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> but my point to Curry is, Digress. look, as a leader, and I already touched on this, you have to make the team around you better. His shot was so imp- is so impeccable that fucking Draymond... <laughs> Man, it's putting up numbers. His, his assist numbers were like he was. Are we gonna talk about Draymond's physique coming up? Is it gonna help him or not? I'm confused by him. <laughs> yeah, I it's am like too. It's, I, I feel I feel about him the way I saw when Taylor Tyler Perry I guess went to the gym or some shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about it if I'm supposed <laughs> to feel anything about it, but it happened and I know it exists and I really didn't want to know. But you can you cannot help but to look. You do look. That's more. That's more than a mouthful on what I would want to say about that. <laughs> that's true. It's like it's like I, I look away. How about that? <laughs> I look away because respectfully, now, respectfully. However, I think that um, I mean, 
Maybe it'll make them faster on offense. Uh, the thing is that it, less injury prone, less less stress on your joints. Oh, if yeah, you're a definitely. taller player, you and know, as you get older, you definitely need that. And like I can't ever not mention, CP3 literally went vegan and went to the Fountain of Youth. So obviously, was, I mean, <laughs> we can talk about that, but, but CP3 but, was already cold, bro. He was really good. Um, if I got a yeah. question, if Harden gets traded, what's his uh, Houston legacy is going to be like? Better than Tracy McGrady. Yeah, it says better than Tracy. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I love... the franchise. I mean, obviously, there is no Hakeem yet, but better than... No, I agree with all that. Is it... Because, no, he saved the franchise. Absolutely. We're going to hell. Yeah, he we were we to... had Jeremy <laughs> Lin and... Oh, my God. We yeah. would have been like the Hornets or some shit. We had Drogic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember Donatus Matayunas? <laughs> the T-Rex arms? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, I mean he said it, so I appreciate. We're for him we're what a respectable franchise. We're a hated on franchise. We're a, we have a hated on superstar because we make other teams that want to be in our spot feel bad. We could easily be somebody is. Uh, I mentioned it last time. Somebody's mentioned us in the same breath as the New York Knicks, not in the same place. We are a legit franchise destination. My, just like Miami Heat, Brooklyn Nets, they may not have the the title yet, or of course Miami does. The Nets don't, but. The Grizzlies, certain organizations have a level of respect where players will say, you know what, I can go there. No, that, I you agree want with a that. team oh, like yeah, that. I agree with Houston. that. I agree with that. But uh, like, you want to be relevant. You don't want to be the Sacramento Kings. Yes, but oh, man. <laughs> I agree with that. But we have to build upon our leverage every year. Absolutely. You know, you know? and the thing is, like, I just don't okay. see leverage coming back. So these our are way no, from Harden. I, I I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. I know I'm what you're talking about. Get as Look, deep as we can. Okay. There's no ideal trade for Harden because Harden's a top three player. No ideal. But you know, but but let me finish on this. His his character is what makes up for everything else. So I would rather have a, what, like NBA 2K 89 to 90 rated player with a heart <laughs> of gold. <laughs> you know? I just want every, other so shit I'm going to bring it to Scratch. The, so me the, and Scratch grew up together. And we watch every Stevie, uh, Steve Francis and Contino Mobley game ever. Why? Oh, yeah. Because what they a, played what a, hard. What a they heartbreaking hard. existence. They played hard. They gave you hope. But what he, a heartbreaking he, existence. It, it, it was, but we understood it. Look, we understood Wait, that. you understood crack? Yeah. yeah <laughs> we did. Pretty much. But this is, and I don't want you to fall into that trap with Harden. I'm not. Friend. Brother, I lived for <laughs> the Keem years. I, I've, I've seen the glory. <laughs> no, we've seen the glory. I've seen the glory too. But I listen, felt it. The thing is, yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw Orlando. And I'm not, but that's a pass for me. But you know what? Because I've already been there and I can, I can visualize it in my mind. Going forward, I just want to see that greatness again. And you know what? If we're going to make any kind of uh, like drawback to the, previous, to the past, is that Hakeem went through the same shit in 92, which everybody knows. I agree with and, this. Look, I agree with that point where like, there's and then the, the next, superstar players next always year, get to that one point. He smashed yeah, whatever every fucking to, records and put it on their ass. Yeah, they're about to blow up. They're like, man, fuck this team. Kobe had that year, too, yeah, where he dude. wanted to trade. Well, yeah, and that, and that, this is left, the thing. This is the positivity, said, the optimism through. that I see with Harden. Hopefully this year, but I don't I think see he it. got it in him. I think he got I hope it in so. him. I we hope so. We hope so, but I don't think so. Man, he so. gives us our best shot. Look, with, okay, so it, this is the, the scenario. So we're not, because we can't get like good Worst value. case scenario, you have DeMar DeRozan that after when, when he went to the Spurs. Oh, man. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm talking about the trade value. So ultimately, like, we can't get the fair trade value until after All-Star break because those players can't be traded. Like, mm-hmm. so, for example... Um, who was uh, Ingram, uh, Brandon Ingram from New Orleans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would love to have him on the team. 
uh, because he has. But that's like, a regression. They're, they're, no, literally, he, you you put it into the trade machine. We have negative games come up. I'm not talking about analytics, bro. I'm talking about the eye. You talking about we gonna win more games with Ingram versus? We Harden? could because you have you that really heart. Believe that. <laughs> I, I I agree with look look because Harden has a few years left over. Ingram has a good. I'm set. talking about this season. You're saying we're gonna win. We'll we'll win the same amount of games if we had Brandon Ingram. Now who's in there. the optimist? <laughs> <laughs> Look at Brandon Ingram's game, bro. And motivation shot. I always shout out DJ Motivation because he gives some great insights. <laughs> so yeah. motivation talked about Brandon Ingram. He's like, yeah, I like his skills, but I don't like his character because he looks like he he owe, somebody owes him something. And yes, this he's, is true. He this does play so with true. a chip on his shoulder. There's he has a, the right to because I, he got traded some. away from but the Lakers. Lakers. Isn't there yeah. something wrong with Brandon Ingram that really? It's his name. Something about him made me upset with him, and I said I don't trust him. Did he do something stupid when he pushed Harden? <laughs> Something more. Didn't that he? must have been it. <laughs> yeah. Was, if he pushed Harden, then yeah, trade him, bro. Because if he pushed Harden, he can stand up to the bullshit. Let's go. Exactly. Yeah. You don't remember that? Mm. Look, the, versus Lakers when he was with the Lakers. Yes, did yeah, Nipsey yeah. Hussle stand oh, up? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's when uh, right. Ingram. Oh, that was, that was a good moment. Yeah. Look, man, I really do. Cause, so I got fooled today on Twitter. <laughs> And this is something. <laughs> Thank you for this, bringing this yeah, up. This, see, and this is it, why I'm man, honest. I brought this up maybe about thirty to forty-five minutes ago. I was I was gonna wonder when, when he was gonna hit him. So man. this is the difference between me and Dennis. I'm gladly like I'm humble. I accept my faults. <laughs> so there was this Twitter name that it was called it's NBA Insider. Got, gotta be. <laughs> it was a contradiction NBA. to me. <laughs> no, because I'm showing the difference. So I humbly accept my loss. And there was this Twitter. What, what was his real name? It was at. You got to look at the ads, fan, like fans. I'm not going to shout out that dude that fucking yeah, fuck catfish you. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck him. So <laughs> anyway, his 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 uh his uh, title was called NBA Insider, and you know I follow NBA Insider. So right before we we're getting ready for the show, I was preparing, okay. looking at my notes, and I saw like a you know blockbuster to be trade, <laughs> <laughs> saying that Brandon Ingram, Bobo, and picks were coming, were potentially coming to Houston for Harden. And I would have loved that. Like, Bro, oh, that, no, no, no. That, it was Murray. that no, encapsulates. It was Murray. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to revert on that one. It was Murray and Bobo. And I would have loved that. I'm like, wow. That encapsulates the current NBA mean girls gossip machine Twitter, man. We can't be caught up I in agree all with that extra noise, and I only bro. Think it, it because it's a whole bunch of motherfuckers, like from agents to GMs, making shit up, making the little trade values, and or maybe jockeying for a bigger name mention so they can sell more sneakers or some shit. To, the to only make reason I special. listen to it is because I know Harden's not the one. Just right now, I saw somebody post up how, how they sell Harden sneakers in the store in Miami. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like what, all this. What like, are we analyzing here at this point? Like, the we're only not watching reason the, it got me. We watching the, the game. Reason, <laughs> the only reason it got me is because I saw NBA. Insider and I follow NBA it Insider. You. I'm just it tricked about, me. But, so that was a good trick. But you're not the Man. only one. They spend entire news cycles for for, for at least 24 to 48 hours talking about one thing just because one dude put some shit in some quotes and because that motherfucker put it in quotes, it's true all of a sudden. But no, and we got to talk about it like. It's and real. that's why we have this show to filter all the <laughs> bullshit. And they got me. Maybe I'm just ranting. <laughs> they got you. Though. They did get you. I fucked up. But you know, that's one less argue, argument I could do in my day, though. You know what I mean? If we just stop all the bullshit and just say, hey, what is the best product we can have on the floor? What else are we talking about? All right. Let's, so let's talk about this. Okay. So there's two options, right? Option A is we keep Harden, he turns around, and then we win a championship because that's ideally what could happen. But, you could put odds okay, on that in Vegas and put some money in there. Yeah, that would be some good odds. Option B is that we trade him, which is, in my opinion, is more realistic. And we just go to the playoffs like Dame Lillard. No, no, no. And we actually build something. and Like Dame Lillard did. No, so let's talk about those trades. Oh, Dame Lillard, <laughs> watch him this year. Like, watch him this year. I this mean, is, uh... he's going to be good. 
No, their their team is gonna be probably like number four or five. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, let's keep stay on topic. Option B, and we're gonna talk about. So I know it's gonna hurt your heart to talk about this, but if we have to trade Harden, it's always about the heart. Yeah, because <laughs> he's a um, the center point of this team. So if we have to trade Harden. Who are we gonna trade him for? What would be your ideal trade? I really like Jamal Murray. He's on my shopping wish list. Okay. I love him very much. Okay. <laughs> he has heart. Oh yeah, he has he heart. Has he has shot. Heart. He has heart. He has heart and I everything. I like his height. I like his. I like. His. He's a little a little short though. Like it, when you play KD. Is he six four or six five? What is he? I think he's actually like six four, six five ish. Uh, I thought so, he was. I thought he was six six at least. I mean, everybody's listed taller than he's they are. He's not scared of crunch time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he showed up. I really liked him. Like, that's why I was so excited about that stupid false trade. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I knew it was fake. Yeah. Like, that. that's what told me right away. Right, like, so, okay, so we got Murray. He's 6'4", by the so, way. Okay, 6'4". So Murray, and I'm assuming Bobo, because that's like my fucking favorite center right now. Not going to happen. Potential center. Never going to happen. Mm, okay, it won't happen. But say it happens after I'll start right. Okay, what's another option? We got Denver 1. Um... What's as far one? as uh, players? No, yeah, as far as trade, I trade mean, value. Who's next? John Morant, I wouldn't be happy, but if they threw in a shit ton of picks, but that, that's I not a good trade, bro. That, not, that's just a point not, guard. It's not a good trade. Okay, so next is mine, which would be uh, Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Is there anything else? I mean, shit, I'm not trying to think. I don't. You're I want me, you to get outside of your box. You're asking me to think about it. Okay, just because. I want you to accept it. When Harden leaves, like I'm gonna give you like two I'm gonna, weeks I'm to cry eat my in your room. Turd burger. <laughs> I'm gonna put some some extra hot sauce on my little turd burger and I'm gonna eat the motherfucker because I need the protein. Okay. <laughs> so that's why I'm, I'm trying to prepare all the fans who listen to us. I'm like, look, I don't want to live shit, in that reality. I don't want to live in but the it world. Could <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to live in the in a world like that. It's very possible. It means mediocrity. It means but like yeah, forever. Why does it mean mediocrity? Because it's it not. means. Being happy about a number okay. 14 to number 20 draft position. Look, 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 look. Okay, so you're talking about mediocrity. We've been mediocre for like the whole like last We what? have a... We've, we've been, been... We haven't surpassed any expectations. For the last five years, we, we have, have not surpassed. eventual NBA champion. You're supposed to beat them. No shit, that's how you get to the fucking championship. Exactly, so you're mediocre. We're working... Well, we're, Either if you play them in the first round at, or the third you round, you're mediocre. You yourself that our best shot is if we have Harden. You just yes. said it yourself. Yes, I agree. What am I shopping here for for, for nothing? Because but he's not happy it's like, here. I Dennis, he does not love you. He does not love you. I don't. I mean, <laughs> accept it. This stop. Ain't about stop love. texting. Really... Stop texting him at in the middle of the night waiting for a response. I just he's not. Say he's thank not. Thank you, James Harden, for all these years of success. <laughs> I appreciate your service. I know that you hear otherwise throughout this social media. I am not paid or have better. any affiliation. Play, I'm right. <laughs> no. Yeah, we gotta keep it G in this in this show. Thank you, Scratch. We're not gonna get emotional. <laughs> no. Elbows and jumpers. Episode three. Welcome back. So, I guess let's get this out of the way. We talked about the Rockets. We talked about basketball. I think we killed that. So the next thing is let's just get the Texans out of the way. They played the Colts today, and obviously I'm getting tired of just talking about them. So the only thing I gotta say is. Please shut down J.J. Watt. Please shut down Deshaun Watson. He does not need the reps. He does not need the game speed. That offensive line needs a lot of work. He's getting hurt. He's getting hit out there. He's getting hurt. It does no good to just put a motherfucker out there to get hurt every fucking game. It's, it's, 
it's reprehensible, quite frankly. If we're yeah. talking about concussions, if we're talking about preserving our franchise quarterback who who is playing phenomenally, let him do that shit in practice. He we they're gonna work out in the offseason. They're putting in the work. He doesn't just accidentally become good, guys. Shut him the fuck down. Yeah. Let him he deserves it. He he deserves to go vacation for the rest of the games. Him and JJ Watt. Like, like let them chill. And you see the, this, the front office is who needs to put overtime right now. The you motherfuckers needs need to fucking, to fucking find some talent. Y'all, <laughs> y- y'all have to find you know, talent. We, get fired and bring other people and just segue into that fucking job because y'all aren't doing what the fuck y'all are supposed to do on Kirby Drive. Bro, the, the, the players are not responsible for this. This talks about leadership. This talks about management. This Jack Easterby story that came out, I don't know how much of it is true, but let me tell you, we talk about the end result on the field is dissatisfactory, bro. Man, the thing, you know why I miss Matt sometimes? Because I'm thinking about the GM that we're hiring, and he would know the name. <laughs> so shout out, Matt, yeah. because I don't know his name. But he's but, a, you know what? Let me just get ESPN out the current event right now. We again, the this is this is my fear with the Rockets. I don't want to be in this kind of mediocrity just because we're in a hurry. No, but you have hope though, because Watson is dope. Yes. Um, I mean, well, I, I believe like if that Watt, offensive like, I line. Believe Watt, that Watt off- is going to stay here. We lost DeAndre Hopkins. That offensive line is trash. It, and then a defense with a with a towering anchor in JJ Watt. Can't seem to get it done. We just deploded, like, or imploded ourselves, man. It's it's crazy, but it's just hopefully we get some. Match. That's why yeah, we don't want to talk about It's this. because we we hate that it happens every year, you know. And it's endless the thing at is, this point. yeah. But the thing is, we have a new owner, just like the Rocks got a new owner, same family, but yeah, possibly a different perspective. And um, hopefully, we get a good new GM and head coach. Some it's gonna take look, look Texans fans. It's gonna take a good three years before we're. Um, we always in a championship three game. years, bro. No, but that's the realistic. It's like three years from. Three we don't years. have the talent. Okay, we gave away Clowney. Year. We gave away Hopkins. You don't get those players overnight. Fuck no. And <laughs> hey, we don't have the assets to even trade for them. And apparently, we just throw them to the side just as quickly as as easily as it comes because so. foul money don't stay in your pocket long. Mm-hmm. Foul money don't stay in your pocket long. Yep. That's and then we got an organization from top down that didn't know how to act. Yep. And now you got the son of a billionaire. Owning a team that he inherited, acting the way he's supposed to act. He, he ain't acting out his character because character, that's his character. That's, this is the way it is. Yeah, no, but he started at two steps back. Not because of his fault, because it's daddy's fault. So, well, I'm not saying it's daddy's fault. Yeah, yeah, man. Leave, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we don't that, that was about. disrespectful. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Bobby Because you brought the, the, the team back to Houston. He did. So my so apologies. We, give, we give him that. Yeah, I'm so fucked up for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. all right so look man texans we god, wish y'all the god best bless the family yeah we just, we god just bless the, the mcnair family <laughs> we just want the texans to be better yeah exactly all right let's talk let's talk about boxing yeah we can talk about boxing we always well we let's, we're starting to can, touch can base I, on anymore can, can i do a little soliloquy about yeah this go too? for it so you got um we had canelo fighting smith yesterday right i'm not going to talk about that fight just yet because i want to talk about how excited we were to see this fight i want to talk a little bit about the sport of boxing <laughs> I want to talk about how I'm excited on Saturday nights, staying up, not watching Saturday Night Live, just so I can watch a boxing match and see something happen. And shout out to Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. for making me want to fall in love again. Because just today, I was thinking about what made me hate boxing. The zone makes you hate boxing. <laughs> the zone, yes. The but let me tell you before the zone. <laughs> the look, bullshit that let happened. Let me tell last you. Night. Let me. I got a soliloquy, bro. Go for it. <laughs> you got. So the zone, of course, was created because of. I remember a very recent night that motherfucking Pacquiao Bradley fight, where Bradley was eating them up. 
for 12 rounds and then Pacquiao got that decision. It was the most it was the most lopsided fucking decision for a fight that clearly went the other way that did not pass the eye test, punches thrown, everything. Then said. there wasn't there a Pacquiao Bradley too where Pacquiao fucked him two. up? Yes, but the first one he should have lost. Said, Man, bro, they're just trying to sell some tickets. And clearly last night was exactly that. I was promised a motherfucker Man, that it was became 12 exaggerated. Inch it became exaggerated last night. 27 and 0. You went out there. Who promoted a fight with the 27? Who, who were these bums that he was fighting to get to that level where you're going to fucking un- help unify a belt? Who in that fucking division class out there in England is doing this shit to even call this a legitimate fight? You tell him, brother. Tell him. Telling me, talking yeah. me about this, this Canelo is going to unify, unify these belts. Bro, these questionable ass fights lead into questionable results. Let me tell you who won last night. Guadalajara. <laughs> they <laughs> had a fiesta. <laughs> <laughs> Guadalajara had a goddamn fiesta last night. Las Vegas had a fiesta. Man, you know what? Houston had a goddamn fiesta. <laughs> and this is the thing, man. It's like, this, okay, so are you done with whatever? Well, that's a, let's, I'm not just I'm making it Mexico versus. But that's what they it's, fought it's been. Like, like, so. But it's how is it like possible that. that these people? Me, from me and Scratch are. It's man. always been. Yeah, like felt, that. It felt like a clear home home field advantage. Even the announcers exactly. were on there, like the, after the first round, which admittedly I was like, maybe Smith got this. He was throwing the jab. He was kind of doing all. So like, Scratch. So I had I had that first round. Okay, we're we gonna have to tone it down a little bit. <laughs> he made Scratch. me feel stupid. He's, a, he's, he's on a twenty right now. Yeah, he's on twenty. <laughs> so Scratch and I were talking like we saw the fight last night, and of course you did too. <laughs> But damn right, like it, it, it seems like it's in a contract where Canelo's <laughs> opponent cannot counter, cannot counter attack. You yeah. know, and, and you this, know, and I this saw is, that. Yeah, I and saw the him thing text is, that, and you know, let me tell you my first thought. I was like, "Ha that's funny," <laughs> but then I was like, "Wait, is that true?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it damn near looked like he was not countering. So, like, shit. like, look to the average. they even laughed. Canelo laughed. They shared a laugh after one of their fucking counters. He's exactly. like, "Ha good one. You almost hurt me." What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> That's true. And they're touching gloves after every fucking round. It's like, what the fuck? We just saw Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. Man, Roy was hugging him for his dear life. He was hugging him for his dear life. Scared. So look, man. The zone, I did not see that fire. Look, the zone is bullshit. <laughs> Showtime still has some credibility. HBO. I haven't seen a fight on HBO in forever. My God. But like, it, it's exaggerated, man. It's like, look, to the average uh, spectator who's not a sports fan, who's just watching something because it's popular it, it makes them really happy and they're gonna buy it especially for the like yeah, mexican american fan base yeah. like the mexican american <laughs> fan base they saw I'm the show i know the zone fights that's all they again. care about <laughs> that's all they care about the show bro because they're like the... they don't understand boxing like we do so when we're looking at like to the average person <laughs> yes it looks like canelo won right yeah and canelo did win but he this uh old dude smith he picked up the fight in four weeks four weeks yeah four most people he have was training. Twenty-seven and old with like eighteen, seventeen but knockouts. Four weeks though. Four weeks of to study. Can, and he's he a trainer. I saw his ribs coming out his damn stomach. He wasn't ready to take no body shots, and that's the worst part about it. With his stomach looking that damn bare, <laughs> he still wasn't getting body shots. Canelo was going up top on his tall ass. Yeah, how? Like he, like how? literally, he was jumping off his feet, so, tapping his forehead. So Dennis, how tall are we? <laughs> We're like five, five, 10, left, five, five eleven. Left, five, and we're fighting somebody who's what six four, six Bro, five. Bro, I we'll got get our friends that beat. are six four, six we'll five. They just over here pounding us like a fucking exactly with, with a hammer. Yeah. Just like yeah, like just look, bonking man, us on our head because it's logical. it's not a complicated fight strategy. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> so like this stuff is is like pure bullshit, man. And th- this is what I'm talking about. It's like man, the real fight would be like Canelo versus even like a. Um, 
was it Sean Porter who just um, had his couple of fights, and I always mention his name because he's rugged. Mm-hmm. Or Earl Spence, he would wait for him. That was a good but fight. That yeah. was actually a good fight. Yeah, yeah. You know what? They, that's some big listen. money right there. Yeah. So I think they just Ray Garcia. Wait on that. Yeah. But you the know thing what? is, it's like maybe that's no. what you need to pay with. Hopefully these 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 matches make you look for the appreciate the good matches and let you pay attention to what belts, what kind of fighters matter. And the thing and is, I think I think uh, Canelo's and his management team are pucking out. You know, because the the top fighters that are what you say, are we at, don't exactly know who backs these. No, people. but like, the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we get shot like tomorrow. That's true. <laughs> but they get they get. But this is elbows. We're not and mad. This is elbows so, and jumpers. We are not so, mad at the winners. This is a fans' pr- perspective. perspective. <laughs> this is hey, like you need to use this research to fucking further your business and make more revenue. We're telling you the real shit because the real people are seeing this bullshit that y'all, are, you know, putting out. You know, and it's going to affect your numbers. So if you don't listen to it, fine. But eventually you're going to fucking go bankrupt because <laughs> we don't want to, we don't like that shit. So anyways, Just like. put the hex on them. No, I'm not. I'm giving it a real. Hire me as a fucking, you know, senior analyst or vice president analyst. Hire brand. <laughs> yeah, hire brand. Put your plug. <laughs> Hirebrand.com. Check it out. <laughs> so, so anyways, like the real competition right now is at 147 to like one. 54 because the deltas are, are closer right i don't know what you're saying but <laughs> <laughs> just keeping it real yeah, just keeping the it real. differences between the fighter that there is more competition in those in those weight ranges well yeah there's uh there's just better fighters in that like you said weight range but he he's he's going beyond those weight ranges and fight fighting these like these play i mean these boxers are are honestly they're they're great but i feel like there's some shady shit going on behind the scenes I mean, and, there's always been that. It's yeah, there's always been that in boxing, but it, it's like blatant now. It's, I mean, it's, all, it, it's yeah. extremely blatant now. It's all. It's there's always been some showmanship and some marketing in this, and boxing itself is one of those sports where. But have you ever seen a fucking the cha- the challenger get introduced first? <laughs> Never. With a whole show and fireworks and all this shit, have you ever seen that happen? They they were trying to legitimize legitimize the fight. They knew they had a, a, a shady ass product. They knew that whole production wasn't for us. That was a party. That was a celebration for for fans of Canelo and his people, so that they can go have a party in Vegas in the middle of a pandemic. What better fucking holiday party than seeing a Canelo victory? That shit was ordained. I wouldn't even feel right about partying, but to each in his own. <laughs> yeah, look, like, I didn't obviously go to a party. I was just watching it on my. TV. No, I get it. I get it. And the thing but, is, but it was a hell of a party being had. Real ones are for you. <laughs> real ones are for you. Yeah, just yeah. Uh, let us know what y'all think. Write yeah. comments. Comments. Soon. Write comments. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. We got our new website. Elbowsandjumpers.com. Oh, right. Thank you, Dennis Patel. He did that. <laughs> Check it out. We're on Spotify. Yeah, we're on Spotify. We got picked up by Spotify. We got picked up by Spotify. <laughs> and by Apple. And by Apple. SoundCloud. Sound, MixCloud. Yeah, MixCloud. So we're doing... Our major streaming events. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, we're going to be uh, making live productions now. Going throughout the regular season, uh, there's gonna be a 72 game season. We're gonna have a lot of guests. So, all of our uh, all of our family, motivation, candlestick, OG, Danny Ocean, um, Darius, Darius. Oh yeah, we got yeah. We're ready for you. Oh yeah, DJ XO. We're DJ ready for you when we play the the Lakers. You better be ready, man, because. We want, we want to get the in. average fan perspective, and if if you don't have to ride with us, but it would be good to have an additional perspective come into the room. Exactly, it's not, and it's because uh, it's all, all love. about it's all love at the end. Yeah. It's all we, we just want to hear your perspective, and you know we like being checked ourselves. So we're live on Twitch every uh, podcast. So if y'all have any topics on there and questions to ask us, 
just uh, put it down. Yes, sir. I think we out. We done. Yes, sir. That's it. Uh, Elbows and Jumpers, episode three. Let's go. Will you say it's okay?